I am thrilled to announce that Enactor Despairs is partnering with a wonderful CBD company called Kind Farms. Everyone out there has heard of CBD. I started taking it a few years ago when I first started getting sober and to help with my anxiety. Sadly, as one can do, I was overtraining in the gym, and a friend recommended a topical and a tincture to help with the pain. I tried it. It was okay. However, recently, I was introduced to a product that has really changed my life. Not only has it helped me with anxiety, but I am stronger than I have ever been. I'm able to carry out lifts my body used to prevent me from doing. Kind Farm products have single-handedly changed my life athletically and personally. They utilize 100% local licensed farmers, organic cultivation, and CO2 extraction for superior CBD. Kind Farms is turning CBD to a kind alternative to pharmaceuticals. Let's transform tobacco row into hemp row. If you want to get involved, please reach out. Together, we can make a difference. You can use my code RYAN10 for 10% off. You can find them on Instagram at Kind Farms Inc. All one word. That's K I N D P H A R M S I N C. And their website is kindfarmsinc.com. Once again, my code for 10% off is Ryan10. And now, let's get started with today's show. Welcome to An Actor Despairs. I'm your host, Ryan Perez. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have such an amazing episode with truly one of my favorite British actors and a guy that's taking over America, Ferdinand Kingsley. He's been working so much over there in shows like Victoria and films like Dracula. He's got the amazing David Fincher film Mank coming out, and it's going to be so cool. I'm so excited to see it, and I'm so excited that we got the chance to talk to him. He went to Guildhall. It's one of my favorite schools. Ferdinand, you're such a gentleman, and I'm so excited for all that's to come. I love you, brother. Here it is. Ferdinand Kingsley, welcome to An Actor Despairs. How are you doing, brother? I am doing all right. I mean, full of existential dread and yeah. um, angst, but uh, those quite fundamental things aside, I'm surviving. Man, you are one of the finest actors. I, I've been hearing rumblings about you on the stage, man and Superman and everything that you've been doing. I like. I wish I live in New York City. I wish, you know, it is just across the pond, but I wish yeah. I could just come over and see you oh, when man, you're doing. I wish I could come over there. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, man, I'm such a big fan of your work. I love you in Victoria. You know, Frankie Telly, what a badass character. You know, Ripper Street, everything you've done. And now today, <laughs> literally this morning, the Mank trailer comes out. The Mank trailer yeah. comes out. How did, and so here begins the crossover of the Ultimate. Well, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Oh, dude, it's, it's going to happen. It's, um, well, I consider myself a, a, a fortunate jobbing actor. Dude, I'm so excited because you're such an incredible actor. And one of the things that's a reoccurring theme on this podcast is the difference between good and great acting. And great acting is like when no other actor in the world could play those roles. And everything I've seen you in... You know, even like things like Dracula that are, you know, kind of more broad and, you know, are, yeah, are yeah. visual. You, you're superb. And it's like, well, that's why you Brits are coming and taking all our work because you're so much better than us. I wish it was us. Now it's the Aussies and then it's the South Africans. So you're, you're bored of us. It's saturated with Brits now. Our yeah, magical, that's true. Our magical powers have worn off. Uh, lying about being personal friends with the Queen. That's not... That's not- <laughs> that's not cutting it anymore. Um, that's lovely of you to say, man. I'm, I'm, I'm always very... I'm naturally squeamish about about praise because I'm British. 
um, and neurotic. I, I, um, yeah, it's lovely to say. I mean, you're talking about the difference between good and great acting. I mean, I'm all, we're, all, we're always just trying to stay on the good side for the yeah. time being, you know, and, and hope that um, each job you do, you're a little bit more good or less naff. Yeah, and just like you mentioned earlier, you know, the coup at the end of the day is, is working. You know, that's yeah. that's what we're all here to do. So, God, yeah, you know, I mean, we, we you don't. I mean, you shouldn't. You can if you want. But you, I don't think you should go into this job being um, with the goal to be a star. You should go into this job with the goal to be able to keep working until you can't work anymore. Um, I think I think that's another you know like uh, cultural difference between America and British actors. Where there, you know, you guys you guys start doing theater and Shakespeare very young, and here, you know, the social media kind of MTV, yeah. you know, millennials yeah, I mean, I was, like I was, is. I was speaking in verse from the age of three. You know, that's all. I only speak verse. <laughs> yeah, I thought every um, D-dum, D-dum, D-dum. Absolutely. <laughs> I woo people with iambic pentameter and uh, rhyming couplets. Well, no, you- I, I, I know what you mean. I mean, you sort of, there's there's always the background of the American dream of you will always, you, you, you have to achieve greatness or it's not worth having existed, which is yeah. I think, a lot of pressure to put on a whole nation. And, and uh, I think it, with America, we, we mythologize our working class and often in the UK, it's kind of more the aristocracy. And that's yeah. kind of, you know, yeah, I mean, I don't think that can come back to, to bite us on the arse in a big way, because I think deep, deep, this is going off the subject of acting for a little minute, but I think um, ingrained into the British psyche is this, this sort of lords and serfs yeah you know, at the end. <laughs> and uh and i think it's kind of personally i think it's playing out in in the way the country's being run at the moment of just yeah. you know Boris. Know, know, know your place small people is a bit um and it, anyway look that's my my politics coming in i think it's it's no no i i, I there's, a, totally there's a dangerous rift between uh, the sort of overlords and the people and so i think i think it's time for us to stop uh mythologizing the aristocracy a little yeah. bit he says with peaky blinders, you know, they're, they're doing <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah yeah. 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 But dude, but let's start from the beginning, man. So you mm. grew up in the UK, you know, how was that? It was great. I mean, I, I grew up in, I'm a, I'm a walking cliche. So I grew up in, in Stratford upon Avon, which is Shakespeare's yeah. hometown. I grew up, you can probably hear my dog crying in the next room because oh. I've not paid attention to him for all of three seconds. Um, <laughs> my dog's the same uh, out my door. Brilliant. He's a little yeah. puppy and he's, yeah, he's Aww. wailing, going. Nobody loves me. Nobody. I, what kind of dog? To me, he's a he's a whippet staffy. Oh, I got Shiba Inu. Oh, I love Shiba Inu. Yeah, deadpan dogs. Oh, sorry, I'm easily distracted. Yeah, no, I, I grew up in Stratford on Avon, uh, basically looking at the theatre. My my parents both worked in the theatre. That's how they met. My my mum's a director. My dad's my dad's an actor. And I sort of was immersed in in that world. I I used to when Mum couldn't get childcare, I'd go into the theatre with her and sort of wow. sit in the green sit in the green room. And I think a, a, one of my uh, one of the things that enchanted me quite early on would have been would have been that. I've got these early memories of I think I was playing like a kid part in something at the Royal Shakespeare Company. So they get local kids in to sort of play yeah. boy at party twirling flag or something. And I'd sit like in the green room having my drink of juice and a, and a chocolate bar. And I'd look at all these grown-ups, like doing what I was doing as a hobby yeah, as their job. You know, they were, as far as I was concerned, they were working all the time and yeah. they were, every, they were firstly, they're doing it at nighttime, which is the coolest time to be doing yeah, anything. Totally. When you're seven or eight, they were always laughing. They were dressing up in mad costumes. They were going out and telling amazing stories to thousands of people a night. And I just have this face, I don't know what night it was, but I have a memory of sitting there with my little juice and going like, huh, they seem to be doing this 
all the time. Yeah. Maybe I should do it all the time. Little did I know that, you know, 90% of actors are out of work 90% of the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, go, you come that, to learn that later. But that's so interesting. You know, talk to me because like I, I've had a lot of people on whose parents are in the business and, and it goes mm-hmm. one or two ways where you, you reject it and you hate them because, you know, it either takes away from your time with them and other things yeah, yeah. or you, you, you totally like you fall in love with it. How, yeah. I, mean, I think it? I've had, I think I've had both. And, and I think hopefully I was, I was about to call myself a balanced person, but, but Lord knows whether I am. I, I think hopefully it's given me a bit of a, a balanced view of the job, at least, because yeah. I absolutely love it and have loved it since I was a kid. Uh, and I have a sort of child's love of it now. But equally, I, um, I knew that it was really tough, you know, I, I, and, and it could be a really lonely job sometimes. And my, you know, my parents weren't together. Their, their, their marriage couldn't sort of last through everything. And, uh, dad was away a lot and, yeah. you know, it puts a lot of strain on your, you're traveling all the time, which is great, but also means that it's hard to put down roots. So I was kind of went into it, not just with the fairy tale vision of the job. I had that in my, in, in my heart, but my you, brain was you, also going, the highs you know, and the lows. You got, yeah. You, got, yeah. you know, you gotta, you gotta, you're not going to walk into this and just breeze through your career. You know, you're going to have to sit out long stretches of not working and of being and, and of trying to separate your self-worth from your work, which is yeah. hard, isn't it? Totally. Yeah, I mean, so when you were young, did you immediately immerse yourself? Because I know in, in the UK, you guys are much better about having young theater groups and, and schools and training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to a, I went to a youth theater group called Playbox, which is, which was great and has sort of, I was about to say churned out, but has um, helped a lot of, of young actors really find their feet before before getting into the industry um yeah as someone who is i mean she i can't the last time i well not the last time i saw but when we were at playbox i was about 18 and she was about 12 but sophie turner was there with me and, no way uh yeah and, um that and that, that 12 is like when she booked the show right i know this is yeah. she was at, her, her, her brother james jt was in my class at school that's so funny um yeah, so Playbox was great, and and you know, even though it was very much youth theatre, you felt like a little young professional. And we got to go on. I got to go to LA twice, taking shows out as a teenager, which makes you feel like the king Wait, of the world because you t- could... t- touring theatre shows. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. It was, it was it was amazing, and so you you feel independent. You feel like the king of the world. You feel like yeah, this is going to be my city at some point. Totally. Um, and then I, when I was when I was eighteen, I was sort of on the verge of going to Cambridge, to, right? To, to Cambridge University, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like a like a fool, dropped out before I went. I mean, I I, I had a really good relationship with them, but I um I got into Guildhall, yeah, one of the I, best I schools in the world. I mean, yeah, and don't I, and don't I gloss over that. <laughs> yeah, no, this is the thing. I, I I was I was eighteen, and I wasn't expecting to get in. Uh, did, you know, you, did your parents want you to do the university thing before going full full into acting, or I mean, they they, uh, they were they were both basically as long as I knew the pitfalls, then yeah. they were supportive either way. But but yeah, they were they. I think at the time they would have loved me to have done it. And and thirty two year old me looks back and goes, I would kind of have loved to have had the patience to go and do a three year degree and then train. Yeah, and do another I, second I, degree as an actor. I would, I would have loved it. I just um, because I feel I was, I was quite green when I went to drama school. I loved every second of it. Yeah, but well, not every second. I loved it. 
but I was quite, I was, I was a baby when I turned up and I was just sort of very thumbs up to everything. Didn't really have, uh, that strong a set of opinions yet at that point. And just for the American audience listening, I want them to know, like, Guildhall is the Juilliard and the Yale of America. Yeah, it's, you know? it's, it's, yeah. it's one of the, what they, you know, they call the big few. The big of, three, yeah, you know, like Rada, you know, yeah. Bristol. Yeah. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's a really great school, and I loved it. But I was still only 21 when I graduated, and graduated into a, a, a worldwide recession. So that was Yeah, a, oh, so you got outright <laughs> in 2000. Yeah, we're like the same age. 2009, so that, yeah. So is it a two- or three-year program? It's a three-year program. Wow. And so did, yeah. did you love it? Because, like, I went to drama school, and I hated it. I dropped out. Did you? I, yeah, I, can't, I, dro- I went to NYU. I dropped yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went on tour with the Rock what, what Band. Made I you, what made you drop out? Did you just not my best my, my best friend died. And then oh, I was, like, doing scenes, and all these people were, like, fake crying. And I was, yeah, like, yeah. I was enraged that people had the audacity to feign these emotions that I was actually going through. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I, I sort of was like, you know, fuck this. And honestly, I, I'm sober now. I went down drinking and drug rabbit hole and then oh, came out dude, the other tough. side and, and I went back and finished and fell back in love with it. And now I'm back. Oh, you what? Know, you, you went back and you finished the course? Yeah, yeah. I, went, I dropped oh, out for three wow. years. I came back and finished. Yeah. Good for you. And good for them. That's, re- that's an investment in you. That's fantastic. I had to re-audition and reapply. But I mean, dude, I wish I went to Guildhall. So talk to Did me about you, that. No, not at all. I think it's probably quite a, a, a not a dissimilar experience. I mean, it's t- it's totally it's intense. It's vocational. It's it's you know from from week one you're you're there nine a.m. Well, maybe ten, no nine a.m. to six or seven. You know, it's yeah. like a good ten eleven hours uh, a day for and it's and it's it's intense. There's, it was a small year group with twenty three of us. Twenty three. Um, yeah. Do you guys take um, a mixture of of the UK and international, or is it only? Yeah, uh, it, it, we do um, for all sorts of reasons because it, it it increases the you know how interesting your year group is if they're yeah, different voices. Totally, and also I think there was a time when it was financially encouraged to because we weren't paying. There was a time when you could go to university, to drama school or university, get a degree without it bankrupting you. And those, those days are over now. <laughs> Even um, in the UK, they are. Yeah, oh, very, yeah, well, very much. And it, it used to be that the, the, the school would, I mean, there were amazing actors who were in our year from, from abroad, but also it was financially, it was a good thing to get not just English actors, but now they're, uh, thankfully their, their international intake is purely, has nothing to do with them needing money. Wow. That's beautiful. That makes it sound like I was saying that the guys in my year bought their way in. They absolutely didn't. <laughs> I didn't mean well, that. Well, talk to me. So when you go to, you know, and also it, my bri- my bribes didn't work. Didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> when 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 you go to a school like this, that's one of the best in the world. It, you know, NYU was kind of like we break you down to build you up. Is it the same kind of principle there? Yeah, uh, I mean, they would they would never say that. Yeah, I, I think they would they would be more like. I think the way Guildhall would, would put it would be more in terms of um, sort of stripping away the masks, you know, yeah. the, the stuff, the the crap that you do you pile on to um, protect yourself yeah. or to to portray an image of yourself that's more favourable or that pleases people or that you know you, you, has served you. And you know, we're all still dealing with that every totally. day in life yeah. and 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 in our work, aren't we? We're all just trying to strip, p- pare away the clutter, strip back the crap, so that yeah. so that there's a you've got a sort of a simplicity and a purity on which to yeah. build. 
Yeah. But, but I wouldn't say they, they went for breaking us breaking us down to build us up. I think we probably did that ourselves. Yeah, yeah, just we, being young we, you know, in, in London. <laughs> being young in London and, and, and exhausted all the time and yeah. not and and not, you know, eating whatever you can afford that day and yeah. um falling in love and out of love every five seconds and oh, I'm sure. being in a pressure cooker of, of twenty three people. It was you know, it was intense, but it was absolutely brilliant. And I, I there's a little part of me that goes, oh, God, I'd, I'd happily do it. I'd, I'd do it again. I'd start again because yeah. I feel I'd, I'd learn more yeah. now. Yeah. Um, I just, I, my, my um, shame filter has drastically changed and I would just, I'd do pretty much anything now. Yeah, well, you know, I think it's shall the older I, you... Shall I grab the... I'm going to grab the dog. Yeah, if... Yeah, so if that, think, uh, yeah. One sec. Gilbert, you naughty stuff. Oh wow, that fixed it. Here I am. Aw. Here I am. And he's gonna be very good. Aw. How old? And he may join in. He's twelve weeks old. <laughs> oh my god. Look at there him. He is. You just wanted to be part of the party. So beautiful. Sorry, man, he'll be quiet now. Oh no, man, no problem at all. I love it. Big dog guy. So <laughs> so all in all, Guildhall was a good experience for you because yeah, Absolutely. I really, I really you know, a lot of American actors who, you know, parents, you know, existed tend to just jump into the business. I respect yeah. that. You really wanted to get that foundation of training. Do you- yeah, I mean, I think I think also I was really squeamish and probably a bit fearful of the thought that uh, that anyone would attach the word favor to my name. Does yeah. that make any sense? The, that, the, that, the nepotism uh, thing or... Yeah, I was yeah. so I was so scared of it. You know, whatever, insecurity, pride, everything. Just the... the I wanted to know in myself that I was doing the job because I was doing the job and because I was good enough and the people and because you earned it. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think you can really truly enjoy something if you feel that it's just been given to you. Yeah. Because people either want access to your old man or because people think that it might be, you know, might be just useful to them to have my surname in it. You yeah. know, and I've, you, you sort of learn to be comfortable with yourself as you get older in general, don't you? But, but back then I was like, you know, I, I almost considered go, denying that he was my dad for about five minutes. I was like, why, why <laughs> yeah. would I do that? Because yeah. I'm incredibly proud of him and I love him. And I love that I've got that part of yeah. me. That, One that of the best actors I've, in the world. Just I, like you. Yeah, I mean, and, and I... And shit, yeah. But I, I, yeah, I know. I'm one of the best actors in the world. And I, um, <laughs> I, I've learned, I learned a huge amount from watching him. So why deny it? And, and... You know, you've got to become comfortable with yourself to um, to to enjoy that. I think. And and all is it? Would you say it's fair assessment that like to be taken seriously in the West End or by the Old Vic or any of those that one of those drama schools is quite imperative because even in New York it's the same thing. You know, to to it, get on. It's not imperative, but it it really does help. It, it does, really, help really does help open some because well, it, well, it helps open doors. It helps obviously. You know, you're doing really good work there, hopefully, and so yeah agents are seeing your good work and hopefully you'll get a really good agent and it's actually it's absolutely not the only way in but it but it gave me the foundation of confidence in my craft and and it gives you a certain degree of I don't want to say trustworthiness but reliability that you may already have by not not going to drama school but just that sense of oh okay you, you know you made it through three years at a really tough drama school you came out of it having done some half decent performances you've got a really good uh agent and and people in you know, london can, are excited can, about probably, you 
we can we can count on you to to give this a go and that, the, you know the, that's what we all really want isn't it someone to to say right give you a little vote of confidence and have faith in you yeah. to um to do your thing and so when you emerged 23 from Guildhall, you know, where, where was... Uh, 21. 21, okay. 21. So, wow. Only half a head of gray hair. That's amazing. Uh, so, no, no, 21, yeah, 20. Yeah, so when you when you finished then, what, like, was the landscape looking like for you? Were you like, I want to do theater, then I'll worry I, about... Yeah, I really, I really did. I wanted to, um, not least because at the time... Training for screen in any English drama school wasn't wasn't really a big thing. They've got way more. They didn't it have it at all. Well, they 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 did, but it was it was really um it was a footnote. You know, it was, yeah. a, it was really a side thing. It was like oh, you know, it wasn't uh, a year to... of a program. Oh God, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. It was yeah. ju- it was it was very much you know uh, do do a couple of scenes on a camcorder and, yeah. and hope for the best and and say it quieter. So. I felt when I graduated that I was really confident on stage, but I, but I wasn't on screen. Yeah. So it took me quite a long time to feel, I mean, I've had the luxury of learning on the job, which yeah. is an absolute luxury because, you know, there's things that I've been quite objectively quite naff in, quite terrible in, but I, 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 I well, maybe not objective, quite yeah. s- subjectively um well the thing that things that basically i watch and i go okay you, you didn't quite know you hadn't learned that bit of your craft yet yeah um so i've had the the real luxury and privilege of being able to have another few goes at it but you know it takes it i know it's oh. boring isn't it gilbert it takes the time it takes you've got to it, it i and it and, and it's a luxury for me to have been able to um be in this job for 11 years now yeah, and to have been able to to make ends meet doing it, and so yeah, I came I came out and was very much going. No, I'm, I want to just I want to do theatre and and really build up my confidence. Hamlet was like one of the first things you did, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hamlet, was, Hamlet was my it was my third job overall, but it came. I got it basically at the same time. I got my second job, so I got I was doing a play, another play at the National Theatre called Welcome to Thebes. Yeah, um, with uh, David Harewood and Nikki Muka Bird, and it was wow. it was it was amazing. And Bruce Myers, who who passed recently. Uh, and uh, on on press night of that show, Nick Heitner asked me to, who directed Hamlet, asked me to to be in Hamlet. So I was feeling like 2010. In 2010, I was such a legend. <laughs> no, yeah, you know, when you're, you're, yeah. out, you're working in. I used to dream when I was a little kid coming to visit London. Hello, mate. I would walk across Waterloo Bridge, which I don't know. Have you ever been to the National? Have you been oh, to yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I haven't been walk- inside, yeah, but I've been to the outside. Right. So, yeah, so, yeah you're walking, yeah. walking across Waterloo Bridge and I'd look at the, that, that, that brutalist building at the National and I'd go, you know, one day I will yeah. work there and that will be, I will never moan about being there. And I think most people who work at the National feel that way because you, you get very few people moaning yeah. um, in that building because they they love it. You're really well looked after. You've got a really cushy schedule because there's there's plays in rep. Yeah. So they are, you know, you're 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 moving between being on stage and then having a you know three, four, five days off and still being paid. Wow. So everyone is it's relatively cushy, but you're you've got the most amazing actors and, and creatives around you pushing you. And, and National Theatre films them ultimately, right? Yeah, they yeah. do. So yeah. we, we were we were the first or the second one, I think, that they ever did Hamlet. Wow. Uh, that they did as an NT live, and I was uh, I was understudying Rory Kinnear, who was playing Hamlet. Okay. And his first kid was due the day we did NT live, and I remember on the first day of rehearsals, Nick 
who was directing it came up to me and went, ah, hi, Freddie. Just, just so you know, um, if Rory's baby comes, uh, when we do the live broadcast, um, I've said, I've said you're going to do it. I said you're going to do it. I was like, okay, okay. All right. So you went on as Hamlet for the live broadcast? I did. I didn't uh, because, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, because, because Rory's partner Pandora crossed her legs for another day or so. And, uh, That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was, it was, so that was, that, that stint was a year at the National and it was, I was, you know, I, I was, playing a lovely part in Rosencrantz, but I'd also was occasionally doing Hamlet. And, and I think for any, any actor, if someone said, what would you tell any actor to do? It sounds incredibly pretentious, but I'd say just, even if you're never going to do it, learn Hamlet or learn chunks of it, because I felt my brain stretching. I felt my brain growing and my capacity for thought expand just through having had to, explore that text um totally. and and internalize that text and make it mine and it's it's a play that is always really close to my heart because it's it's the play that my parents met on my dad oh. was playing hamlet at the at the royal shakespeare company and my mum was the assistant director and then and took over and that's how they met weird circumstances but they did and yeah and so it's a very personal play to our family and to have had to have been able to spend a year in its company was was bliss and it was only really after that that I started doing more screen work. And of course, you know, inevitably was doing Shakespeare on the screen. Because of course. It's all you can trust me to do. Um, that, that's amazing, though. So you feel like, it, you know, one of the reoccurring things I, I talk to actors about in the shows is about finding your voice. And it sounds hmm. like in, in Guildhall, you left with like knowing your theatrical voice. Talk to me yeah. about finding your, your cinematic, you know, voice. What, what well, was the honestly, process like I, that I, for you? Victoria was a massive, massive part of developing my my voice and my confidence because I think by being in something, for being with a character in a story for so long, for three years, you, yeah. you, you really, the camera sort of becomes almost incidental. Do you know what I mean? You, you, yeah. you, you, you sort of drop some of the acting in a really yeah. good way. You, you can be literally. Just you can be. start. You yeah. can start to be because you're not having to manufacture something every day. Yeah. Uh, in terms of right, who am I? Who am I? You still have to work on what do you want and why am I here and what's stopping me getting it. Yeah. You know your basics, but you've you've given yourself a foundation, and and I think by having that foundation, I started to have a real confidence that I could that I could be in front of camera and hold my own, totally. even if I even if it's not my show, even if it's not my film, it's I, I could be. I could trust myself more. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, the reality of the industry hits and uh, I finished... Stop eating a, stop eating a water bottle. Oh. Um, and then, of course, the, you know, the reality of the industry hits and, and you realise that you, you, you're not going to work all the time and, and you're balancing having had a lovely job for a while with the, the realities of the industry. And, and, you know, I think before, before I got Mank, I hadn't worked for about a year. Wow! Yeah, because Victoria ended in 2019, right? You guys did 20. Yeah, years. so yeah. we've, we've I, I I finished filming it in 2018, I think, and then got back in 2019. So yeah, it'd been it'd been a year, and I uh, my my English agent and I had parted ways uh, very amicably, but we had, yeah. and so I was I was without an agent, and and that thing you know that that, that we I think we we touched on earlier of um, trying to separate your your self worth. Yeah. from work is is really difficult when yeah. you are the product you know totally. it's it, it's not like you can it's um, a painting where someone judges the painting you you're you're yeah, the art or, yeah yeah or, and it's yeah. not like or it's not like a, a a job where 
if something goes wrong at work or you don't do your job right, it's or and or you don't get the promotion or you don't get the job, it's it's maybe because you know someone was more qualified or whatever. It's it's you have been rejected, yeah, as the actor, yeah. which is you just have to you have to get used to, and you also have to not numb yourself to because you have to feel it. You have to it has to hurt, yeah, because you have to care. I think, and I think if you try and trick yourself into not caring, then then it's a disaster, and that's the road to cynicism. And yeah. Who wants Being, to be a cynic in this one? No, you know? we all know those bitter actors. So how, how did you, you know, I know music's a part of your life. Is Did that help buoy you during that? Yeah, that- I mean, it, it, it always has. But just trying to stay sane, keep a little yeah. bit of structure in your life, keep talking and be honest with yourself and your pals and your loved ones about when you're feeling crap. Yeah. And trying to stay vaguely in shape. I don't, I mean, physically, of course, you know, staying fit, but I mean, staying sharp, staying enthusiastic, trying not to hate the industry that, that is, yeah. that you feel is wronging you. Yeah, <laughs> wronging you. yeah, I get it. Yeah. And staying sharp so that when after a year of, of not working and feeling like with every job you don't get the, the, the pressure piles on. And, and know, for, you know, for, you know what I mean? Each, each time you don't get it, the next one becomes more important. Yeah. And so it, it, making sure that after, a long period of that you're still ready so that if thanks to the lord and the universe uh you get an email saying david finch wants you to do an audition yeah don't go well why would i bother doing that yeah all right you go okay well look i mean it's been a long time and i I may well not get it because he can have his pick of everyone in the world but when you parted ways at least know that i'm gonna do a good job when you parted ways with your English agent at that mm. point, were, were, was your mind opening up to America? Because like the I already, of- uh, so I've yeah, I've well, I've I, I'd had a uh, an American agent. I'm with oh. uh, uh, Stephen Hirsch at Gersh. Uh, oh, the best, and yeah, I, I love them. And they're, and they're, he's in the New York office, and so I've got you know such an affinity to to the New York side of the industry. And and I I'd, I'd been represented by them since the first season of Victoria had come out, and Stephen had watched it on a plane and and been an enthusiast. Yeah. And, Amazing. So I'd had two teams, which was fantastic. So I didn't feel totally stranded yeah. when when I found when I was sort of Son's agent in the UK. Yeah. I've now, you know, I've got a new agent who's absolutely wonderful as well in the UK here. But so I did have someone looking out for me in the States. Yes. Well I yeah. had the whole team. But no, I was I was agentless in the UK when Stephen sent through the the scenes well, sent through the initial tape for Mank. So it was um, a self tape. You didn't. It was a self tape, and I and I self taped for I, I taped for two parts initially. My uh, my part. You played Irving, Ir- Irving, right? Yeah. Yeah, Irving Thalberg, and and I also taped for um. Oh, good dogs done a pee on the floor. <laughs> um, I also <laughs> so I taped for uh, for Irving Thalberg, and I taped for uh, John Houseman, who's played by Sam Troughton, who is wow. amazing. He's the in the trailer you will have seen him as. The um the the British guy who's encouraging Mank to to get to work and okay to, uh, got well, it tell the story you know he was yeah. he was the producer of Citizen K. Were, and, were you aware of like you know obviously being in the UK you have this amazing like you know you grew up in Stratford upon Avon you know yeah. Shakespeare were you aware you know having a father who's an actor and a mother who's a director were you aware of like the American Hollywood classics like Citizen uh, K? Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think I saw Kane first as a teenager and I remember th- expecting it to be really dry. Yeah. And, and not hold up. That, 
Yeah. Well, just to be yeah. like, you know, what, like a, like a tonic film, like one of those yeah. films that you should watch because it's, it's informed loads of other films. Like The Godfather or Clockwork Orange. Well, or, yeah. yeah, but, but, yeah. but they're amazing films, but, but yeah. some, some film that actually, that, that you actually won't enjoy and it'll be yeah. quite pretentious, but it's not. Kane is funny and it's yeah. short. Kane's, it's, it's a, not a long film, Citizen Kane. In my mind, it was a sort of four hour film. It's, it's really not. It's, um, so yeah, I was very much aware of them and I, and I'd been in the Thalberg building, which the Irving Thalberg building at wow. Sony, but not really thought about who he was until, the audition came around and I read about him and I got totally obsessed. Um, but yeah, I, I initially auditioned for him and, and Houseman. And then I was at a, uh, was it a music festival here. And, Gla- Glastonbury um, or? No, I wasn't oh, at Glastonbury that yeah. year. I was at Wilderness, which is a very zhuzhy festival. I was, in my, in my defense, I was performing. Okay. It's, it's right, like, touché. it's the, it's a great, it's a lovely festival, Wilderness, and but it's for not, those listening, like, do a quick plug. Where, where can they find your music? Oh, oh no! I wasn't. I wasn't performing music. I was. I was acting. Oh, you were acting. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, no, no one. No one's paid me to be a musician for a long time. <laughs> it's <laughs> coming. Many, yeah, many we'll moons since together. I got money for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I was. I was at Wilderness performing a thing called Letters Live, which is uh, amazing. Actually, we did a performance in in New York. Um, oh wow! Great, great correspondence throughout history. So we performed that to to drunk people in a field at, uh, at this festival, and I got an email or or a voicemail. I can't remember from my agent Stephen saying David Fincher really likes really liked your one of your tape. You know, me tape for yeah. for Irving, and and he's going to send. He's personally sending over sixteen pages for you to tape on Monday and I was like okay so I'm not going to be getting drunk tonight yeah. I'm not having a big last night of this no, festival no mushrooms today <laughs> no 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 not that yeah. I would ever but uh, yeah yeah so I, I was like right we're, we're going home and uh, drink lots of water and and then they were uh, Lorraine Mayfield who's casting director was absolutely amazing wow. and we had a long chat before I did the tape just about what David was looking for and basically she you know did that thing as I mentioned to you earlier giving you that vote of confidence and belief of going look he he doesn't really have any notes. He thinks you're kind of, he thinks you're kind of great, but he wants to see you do more of the part. Yeah, totally. So, so at that point you're going, okay, it's not like a test of my ability. It's a test of my, um, suitability. Yeah, totally. So did that. And then, uh, and then I was in, uh, I was told I had to install this app that I'd never heard of called zoom. Oh, wow. Pre, <laughs> yeah, pre COVID. It was my, it was pre, pre everything. It was my oh, wow. first, it was, it was, you didn't even exist dog. It was the first time, uh, I'd ever heard of Zoom. Yeah, I um, didn't even hear of it until this pandemic. I, yeah, I knew, exactly. I knew Skype. I'll, how I wish I'd bought shares in Zoom back then. Yeah, but, oh, well, God. If, if, if Fincher uses it, it's probably going to be some piece of tech that everyone's going to be using at some point. Yeah. But yeah, so I, to, I did a Zoom with David, uh, where we basically read the whole part of sitting where I'm sitting now. Yeah. Sweating profusely. And of, of course, my webcam broke because... Why wouldn't it? You know, yeah, the one the most time imp- you needed to work. Exactly, <laughs> the most high, the most high stakes audition of your career. Of course, yeah. the webcam's going to break. Yeah. So it did. So I was sweating and plugging it in and plugging out the back. David didn't care. He was just like, "Oh, you disappeared." Oh, okay, right, carry on talking. So I'm not entirely sure of half of what he said on that meeting, but we chatted for an hour or so. I then lay on the floor behind me where I am now, thinking, 
oh, I have a migraine. Oh, yeah. Incredibly tense and going, uh, God, this one, this one's gonna, this one's gonna hurt when I don't get it or if I don't get it. You're, so your mind um, was kind of already going to that existential. Well, like, uh, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was because I because I I cared so much. Yeah, and, of course. And I was going like I've allowed myself to dream about this, but I'm not going to allow myself to believe it. Yeah. And I still didn't allow myself to believe it until like until the visa came through, and I still didn't allow myself to fully believe it until I wow. watched the final cut today. You know, of the film, and Amazing. you check that you're still very much there. Yeah. Um, I so yeah, I, I lay on the floor and was like, "Oh man, I, that was amazing!" I can tell everyone I've I've had a, a Zoom with one of my favorite directors in the universe. Yeah. Uh, fell asleep by about like eight thirty p.m. <laughs> I was so exhausted. Yeah, um, and then woke up to a text at four in the morning from my agent saying, "You you got you, you're going to be doing the film or you got the part or something." And oh I my po- God. poked my girlfriend and was like, "I got I got the part," and she was like. <laughs> Shut up, I'm sleeping. <laughs> and then she was like... Keeping you humble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But then so, so there's this pause where I think she was like, thought she was dreaming something. She went, oh. Well, yeah. Game yeah, changer. so, and then it was just, my God, it was the most amazing process. It was... Yeah, I because was, he, he's a master of takes. Like, what was it like working... Yeah. You know, you know, where you... Theater where it's one take and you get one shot. What was it like working with... You know, I don't know Victoria because it was such a period piece. If you guys had to do a lot of takes, well, we know, did it. We did a fair amount, but but yeah. nothing in comparison. I don't think anyone does as many as as David because I think you know. Also on Fincher, we there, there was just a bit uh, on Fincher on Victoria. There was a big turnaround. You know, we had to get through a lot of material. Right, right. You know, we're, we're making 10, 11, 12 episodes it, per block, or not yeah. per block per season. Yeah. Um. So you just got to keep you got to keep moving. David is uh, he's got the kind of process where I think you you either buy into it and you have an amazing time and you work hard or, or you're, or you're utterly miserable because you're working so hard. And, and I bought into it. Like I'm a sucker for hard work. I'm, I'm, it's, uh, give me one second to pick this thing up. Excuse me, Mr. Dog. You cannot eat that. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'm a sucker for working hard. Uh, it's the little nerd in me. And he, 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 he works you really hard. I think if you, if you, resist that you're going to have a miserable time because you're going to be like oh i thought i had it 15 takes ago but you trust his taste i trust his taste he's got amazing taste and and you trust that if if we hadn't eventually got it we'd still be there now filming it yeah and 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 just like doing theater over and over again it's like you got to find something new in it every time you got to find something new and fresh yeah and and you know it it is it is exhausting because even if the you know my character was was a was a very frail person so yeah. he he doesn't move much most of my most of my personality was based around sitting very still <laughs> yeah. um which is i'm always on board with but yeah. um he 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 he'll do you'll do a take and then he'll instantly come over and give you three four five notes then you'll do another three four five notes so you're piling on these notes and you're thinking oh god i mean uh, you sort of got this curve of enthusiasm and energy and then it, it does dip because you're going i i don't even know if i'm acting anymore because yeah. there's so much to deal with and I'm doing this for the 40th time and where am I who am I and and then you sort of the curve comes back up and you go oh I think I'm I think I'm playing a note that he that he gave me yeah. 4 hours ago without real I've internalized it yeah and then pretty much always his last note on the on the last couple of takes would be okay let's do one just fast and simple just faster oh. and simpler just forget everything just just give me one take that's fast and simple and you sort of it's all embedded and you you're not really acting by that point 
Yeah. And it's an absolutely wonderful process. And I felt like I came away from work every day a, a, a smidge of a better actor than I went in. Yeah, that's the dream. Which, oh man, isn't it yeah. just? Yeah, yeah. Isn't it just to, to, to go to bed tired? Yeah. Wake up energized? Yeah. And come out of work feeling like you've, you've done a, uh, you've done a workout and that actually you're a little bit stronger. Yeah. And it was, and to be in that world and, and also you're sparring with, you know, the best actors in the, you know, with the best actors yeah. on the land. Yeah. So, and the best crew, you know, crucially they everyone, it was, it was like yeah. military. Everyone was absolutely at the top of their game. So you have to, to be at your best to, to, in order to say to yourself, you know what, I, I, I've earned this, this, yeah. The, to this day at work you know it's not the kind of job that you can or that i think you'd have a shit time if you if you turned up having not rested and a bit hung over and you know just go i'll just i'll phone this in if you phone this in you're not going to get away with it on a fincher set because he'll know yeah and he'll just go you know what i can't be bothered with you you know he he, he keeps he keeps working until he's found something that that he's really happy with and i used to uh, I, I people have said oh it's finch you're gonna be doing 100 takes and i imagined it being just this visual obsession monotonous you know well, no well I, yeah. I i just imagine i imagined it being him just getting the look perfect but it's not just it's not like that with him it's the first four or five takes are about sort of perfecting the shot and yeah. you know nudging the camera a millimeter that way putting your weight a half an an ounce onto your left ass cheek more and but then beyond that it he is like laser focused on your performance. Yeah. It, it's, he just, he's studying your performance. He's a real actor's director. And, and he, 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 I think he understands actors and he understands what, how to get what he needs, what he needs. From yeah. Him. Yeah. And it, and it, and it's, and it's tough and it's relentless, but it's never, in my experience, it's never cruel and it's yeah. never, uh, sadistic. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's, it's, I trust you. I've hired you because I trust you and I trust your endurance. And I, I know you can get what I need from this. So let's just keep working together yeah. to find the intonation on that syllable that totally. we need to tell the story. And it's, and it's quite a heightened, he said to us in, in rehearsals once, he was like, this is, it's not Sorkin dialogue, this. Yeah. It's not just, it's not just the dialogue that you, rattle through exposition 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 it's it, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It, it's not social network dialogue yeah. it's, it's very different it's it's a heightened feel it's a period piece and um, you it, was it pitched to you the like the stylistic trailer that we all saw today was it pitched to you as that like did you know you were shooting that movie well i knew we i knew who's shooting black and white yeah I knew that it's a it was a script that he'd wanted to make for a long time. His dad wrote it. He wanted to make it in the nineties. He wanted to make it, I think, I think just after seven. Wow, long, long, long time ago. Um, but no one would let him make a film. Have the money about? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, and and I think I think black and white felt like a a gamble back then. Yeah, Um, before the artists, whereas. before the artist, oh, yeah. Fincher had only made it, had only made a couple of films. Uh, whereas now, you know, Netflix are uh, happy to experiment and yeah. and they trust him as as anyone should. So yeah, I knew it was going to be a black and white film. I didn't know who else was going to be in it at all, apart from Gary. Until I think until I got excuse me, uh, I think until I got invited to the read through and and I saw sort of the the cast list on that. 
Oh, the reader, which was done on Zoom as well. Oh, uh, no way. Yeah, yeah. Fincher, Fincher invented Zoom, man. I didn't know I this. Think he got, <laughs> I think he did. I think he's the coder. That's so um, great. He's the secret coder for Zoom. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know anything apart from that it was David and that it was Gary until we did yeah. the read-through and, and everyone's name started popping up and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. This is, this um, is something, yeah. This is really something. I mean, it was already something with, with those two on board. Yeah. Um, and I, I, the script is, well, the script is fantastic. And it's a script that I, where if I'd read it blind, not, not seeing that, that David was directing it and you give me a script and said, right, a hundred guesses as to who's, who's directing this. I, I, I wouldn't have said David Fincher because it's, wow. it's got a totally different quality from, to his other films. From it his, is, uh, yeah, a big deviation. Yeah, it's, it's unashamedly a, uh, a period piece it's unashamedly of a world you know yeah. it's it but it's not just one of those like it yes of course it's a it's a love letter to uh, early hollywood but it's not just um for it's not just doing it for the sake of it it's doing it to serve the, a, a, a very important story he's trying to tell yeah about a life and about a moment in american politics and american yeah. culture so um yeah I mean the the script jumps off as being very witty and funny and and silly in places and the deeper more gritty bits are are kind of sublimated and and they are more subtle and it and it was only in making the film that I really discovered those you yeah. know the 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 real the comments on what it is to blow your life in the way that, that Herman Mankiewicz did and yeah well yeah um so yeah I I I I knew it was going to be a, a a big period classy period piece but i mean you, it's only when you get there and you see the attention to detail that the yeah. that his that his crew put in uh that he and his crew i think you know he demands a level of of commitment from everyone that 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 brings everyone up so from the makeup department through to the the costume department my costumes in that film are sensational the oh. art direction is is absolutely insane yeah. especially for a you know for a film that no one's going to see in color yeah the, 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 the richness of it was absolutely gorgeous and uh to eric messerschmidt the the dop who's incredibly shot mindhunter oh wow the, i love the, was, the visuals on mindhunter that's amazing oh, he's amazing yeah. He's, yeah he's and he was the he was the gaffer on gone girl wow and so he rose through the ranks he, 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 and he does that a lot. He promotes from the inside. That's amazing um, to hear that. He would, he would occasionally say to people who were sort of wanting to move through the departments or change department to one of the grips one day, he would be like, okay, I've seen your show reel. I think you're, you're really good. Um, in, you know, you're a grip on this film, but tomorrow I'd like you to operate C camera. You know, we need wow. three cameras tomorrow. Tomorrow you're operating C camera. He, and he'll give people a chance to, um, to step up. So it sounds very nurturing. That's amazing. I, I think it is. I mean, yeah, he's tough yeah. on them. He's tough yeah. on them. And he's sometimes he's a bit like, um, an army major, you know, barking yeah. at them, but, but, but always with love. Be. Yeah. But always with love and always sending himself up, you know, he'll, yeah. always, he'll be, he'll be the first person to, to be at the receiving end of one of his jokes. So yeah, it's only when you're really there that you go, right, this is going to be, this this is going to be something, really something. And uh, they they had a new ca- they had a camera built for them by what? Red with a with a monochrome sensor, a black and white oh sensor. So of that course. there's no sort of post conversion into black and white. It was all in camera. And yeah, I mean it's just. And I'm also I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a geek. I'm a yeah. Nerd, well, so. That's why that's why we do this, man. You yeah. Know? yeah. So so to be immersed in that 
every day. You're just saying to everyone on set, even if you don't say explicitly, teach me, teach me what, like, how do you get so good at what you do? You're sort of thinking to everyone. And it was just bloody great. That's so great. And, 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 the, and, and the cast, there's a sort of core ensemble of about eight, nine, ten of us who were just a, a joy. And there's a, there's a fair handful of Brits in there, I think, maybe because of the, the period nature of it. Yeah. And a better actor. <laughs> and and yeah. we're just, you know, a better class of actor. Yeah. No, I mean, there's... There's uh, me, there's Charles Dance, there's Tuppence yeah. Middleton, there's uh, Sam Troughton, there's Tom Burke. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so there's lots and lots of, of Brits in that sort of central group. And it's always nice to get out there and be like... Have some friends. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Even, you know, I, yeah. I, 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 I knew quite a, a few of them before, some better than others. But you get out there and you're like, hey, we're, we, you know, we're out there. We're, we're yeah. doing this. And we're just, we're, we're jobbing actors. We're, we're Brits who are doing all right, who've been trusted to come over and, and tell a story that's very, very American. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And I'm so I'm so proud of you for doing that. And I can't oh, wait to see you. it, man. I'm curious. So then where was your head at when you emerged from this amazing project? Did you want to take some time off or did you want to go right back in? No, who wants to take time off when you yeah. get time off in this yeah. show? I, like, hmm, I think I'll take a break by being yeah. unemployed. Yeah. Um, no, I... I so I came out of we the the bulk of my f- shooting finished I think end of January or v- very beginning of February. My girlfriend and I went uh very naively went, Oh, we both got a little gap. So let's uh let's go on holiday. So we went to Japan for a month, which was Oh, how was that? Incredible. Oh, it was amazing. That's month. my dream. Oh, it's yeah. Is I'll I'll send you our itinerary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please, um, please do. But we but so yeah. but then then got called. It was always a possibility, but got called back to do reshoots. So I had to leave Tokyo just three days early. So still got you know twenty eight days out of the month done. So went back to do reshoots in February March, just as the world was coming was, to a wow. halt. So got back home to London on something like the 8th of March, you know, and right by then the probably, lockdown was, yeah, lockdown yeah. was the 23rd and, and we probably, and should have been earlier. You know, we, we, yeah. we locked down too late here in my humble opinion, way too late. And have you been, have you been result. okay? Health wise, everything? Yeah. I mean, yeah. touch wood, I have I, I, not yeah. everyone in my friends and family have I've got a couple of pals have been really poorly and, and there's been a, there's been some, oh fragility and, yeah. and the death in the family it's like it's a rough oh, time I'm and, sending you and love be, man i'm sorry to thanks, hear that buddy i mean it's it, as much as the the illness it's the inability to be with people who are poor yeah, yeah. that's what sucks the intimacy you know yeah I mean, Just, my 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 uncle passed away a couple of weeks ago and, and i'm so sorry and, and was very poorly and and because of what's going on couldn't be with, couldn't be with him so yeah. that, that's really tough and it's really tough for a lot of people you know people have had to not be with their very close loved ones as they died, you know, and I can't begin to think yeah. how painful that must be for people uh, and yeah. not to not go to their funerals and stuff. But, um, so we came, I came back thinking, Hmm, it was looking a bit hairy, but I have, yeah. I have just finished a David Finch film. I'm probably about as employable as I'm ever going to be. <laughs> yeah, totally, man. <laughs> Cut to the industry entirely shutting down. Oh, so, I know. um, but you know, it's it, the, the the gift is that I I was part of something yeah. creative that is going to exist at some point. Yeah, um, and, 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 and to have that that to have that in the back of my mind through these 
strange, long, turgid months. Well, and also uh, the, the the beauty of it being, you know, there's not going to be a lot of films out this year, and this will be one of the few films well, that gets well, absolutely. Yeah. But but yeah. But, but, yeah. E- but even if even if there were loads of them, just the just the knowledge that something I I helped to create is going to exist yeah is such a nice feeling to keep you when you're thinking god i'm never going to work again or or can the theaters ever reopen or can yeah. filming restart you're worrying about all those things but in the, at least just a little thing in the back of my mind going there is something that you made that you're really yeah. proud of that is going to exist and that you you and your friends can yeah be, be be proud of and enjoy and even if i can't have them round to watch it in my front room for yeah. safety purposes. You know, we can we can all press play at the same time. Yeah, totally, and have that shared experience together that yeah. we all love. So, talk, so talk to me, man. What what what's next? You know, I know some things are picking back up there. Do you have an idea of? They're what just you might- starting. I've I've been um, shooting a, a a crime drama over uh, here, which amazing. is really, really lovely to be back in work. Contemporary. Yeah, yeah, oh, great, it's, great. It's a uh, it's a uh, long long running but but really good sturdy crime drama that has lots of really good guest actors in it, and it's a real amazing happy set and a really really lovely to just be back on a on a film set, yeah, on a TV set. And um, there are some other things that are you know ticking away and are like you know if we if this film can be can be made with restrictions pending, then it'll be happening. Or yeah, yeah, you know, who knows? I'm I'm just trying to. Um, let myself enjoy the ride as much as I can because this is the, a project like this has not happened to me before. It may never yeah. happen again. Who knows? It will. We, but you know, you can't yeah. take it for granted. Yeah. If, you, yeah. if you're yeah. there going, yeah, I'm going to no, be in I, loads I, of I these, love the humility. Then sure, you, yeah. You, you, yeah. You, you, you may well be in loads of them and that may yeah. be what makes you be in loads of them, but you won't enjoy the ride. And I'm just no. trying to just, um, yeah, just uh, enjoy every second of knowing that a, a director that I grew up as an actor obsessing over his work yeah yeah and he, I've, I've got to be in his presence i mean he called me i remember on what i thought was going to be my last day before he came back to reshoots and i just sort of went and gave him a hug and was like oh, you know i've i've been a pig in shit on your set you know I've, I've loved every second of it yeah and he just looked at me and he went well you're a fucking masochist <laughs> <laughs> i love it man i love that you had that experience i love how grounded and buoyed you are man and you're going to do so many amazing things and i could talk to you for hours but i got a final few questions for you brother you mm, know hit me during during this time you know that we all had to kind of be alone with ourselves what's kept mm. you inspired <sighs> the basics yeah i mean it, it sounds really unexciting but but uh the the Given making myself get up, exercise, talk to talk to the people I love, yeah. go out and and dig in the garden, uh, which I'm lucky to have. I'm not, you know, it's not like there's a family of six of us trapped in two rooms. So, uh, letting myself be comfortable with the thought that it's okay to just sort of survive at the moment, yeah, and and the 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 thriving part can come later. Totally. Stay, you know, stay safe and sane and comfortable and the rest of it will take care of itself. So that's what's kept me, if not inspired, then then sane. I have, you know, like missed, I don't know if you guys have Wind in the Willows, Toad of Toad Hall, Poop Poop. You know, I get the, the Toad from Toad of Toad Hall was always having some great idea, which he'd commit to for about half an hour. So that's very much <laughs> me. Like, right. My next project is, yeah. you know, I haven't, I haven't completed my magnum opus. I haven't written my great novel, but yeah, but it's coming. I, I, 
Well, no, I also, that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself to go, right, everyone else has achieved so much in lockdown. Uh, I'm a failure for not having written War and Peace. Hey, I'm Um, hosting a podcast and auditioning, so dude, it could be way worse. (laughs) It's it's great. I I wish I were, but I don't have... um, the, I meant uh, that in a very belittling way of me. No, you but, shouldn't. You shouldn't yeah, because yeah. I think it's a wonderful thing to do to connect to people. Yeah. Who One, celebrate people what you like should. you. Yeah. Well, to celebrate each other, I think, because yeah, right? it's yeah. it's it's a re- like when you're when you're lucky enough to work, it is the best job in the world and it's the easiest yeah. job in the world. But it's really fucking tough when you're not. Well, that's that and, brings me to my final question for yeah. for all those unemployed actors out there. You know that you know theaters close, and we don't know when we're yeah. going to get a chance to do this again. I know this can be it, but any any words of wisdom you would have? Oh God, I I I, I wish I had anything because I'd say it to myself. But all I will say is, you know, if we can get support from from our governments to to keep these institutions open and and ticking over, and until it's safe for people to return, know that what you've got to offer, what you bring this world through storytelling and through art and through creation and yeah. through escapism and offering that to to people. It, it's valid and it's important and it's going to be incredibly important for people as we emerge from this because I think if it's not already hit, there's going to be a mental health crisis in yeah, this 100%, world. Yeah. The people who've been lonely or scared yeah. or isolated and are going to need the arts more than ever yeah, because it's the practice of our humanity. That's what the yeah, arts, to take yeah. their minds off things or to help process things. Yeah. Or to, you know, unlock big things in ourselves. People are going to need art. So so know that like your work is valid and and is treasured and important and can and can change someone's day and therefore change someone's life. And you know, we've got a those of us who are lucky to to have worked recently, it's our job to keep shouting from the the rooftops that the work is valid at, at every level in the theater on screen yeah. uh, in the galleries in panto in yeah. dance everything and to tell the people in power that they're going to they're going to need us eventually yeah. and they're so- going to need the people who haven't worked for a while so if you're lucky and you've managed to sort of go up a couple of rungs on the career ladder send the ladder back down and yeah, uh, yeah. Get and back. remember that but there, but for the grace of whatever, yeah, go you. And that there are, you know, there are 15, 20, 100 other actors who would kill to have done, uh, carried a bucket on in, in the background oh, of, oh, of yeah. Bank, you know, yeah. uh, to have held a fork in a dinner scene. And so remember that, that, that we are uh, we're not taking it for granted. Ferdinand Kingsley, man, I, I have so much love for you. You're not only such an incredible actor, but you're you're a great guy, man, and you're going to go so Thanks, far. Dude. And uh, let me know when you're in New York. Let's grab a cup of coffee. Absolutely, we'll, I'll be we'll, there as soon as I'm legally. Allowed. Yeah, we'll, we'll write the magnum opus together. You know, yeah, and, sure yeah, thing, man. Yeah, 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 and we'll jam. Yeah, yeah. But dude, I'm so excited for you, man. Manx coming out Ryan. December fourth. And let's do this again soon, brother. Absolutely. I'd love to talk to you again. I hope you enjoy the film and I hope you're well and happy and safe. Yeah, yeah. Are you on Instagram? I'll shoot you a follow. Yeah. All right. All right. Dude, love you, brother. Thank you so much. See you soon, buddy. Love you, love. Take care. Thanks, Ryan. If you like the show, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening.